Hello everyone and welcome back to Always Discovering You. I am your host, Deja Zanders, and today this one is going to be a nice episode for people who are interested in writing, people who want to improve their character building, or people who are just curious what the writing process looks like. We're talking about character structure, character building, and how characters are formed. So these are just some of my methods. I'm hoping you can either take some of them and apply them for your own writing. Maybe you are just interested and you find something unique. I don't know. Everyone's different. These are just things that work for me. And I'm just going to go ahead and get started because I don't want to take up too much of your time and you know I I want you to be able to go out there and create by the end of this so character building a story is only as good as the characters you have created and one thing that I am proud of is no matter what manuscript evaluation I got back I never received negative feedback about my characters And that was such a big honor for me because people who were more knowledgeable than me, a lot wiser, had more experience, to have them be able to give me feedback but never say anything negative about the characters I created was such a big deal. I only got praise for my characters um, and so I feel comfortable and confident in speaking with everyone about ways that you can improve your writing and improve your character building and your character structure so let's just let's just start yeah i have kind of a draft of 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 what i want to say and what i want to talk about but i like to kind of go with the flow and let things naturally unfold so when i start writing i actually start with characters before plot and i know that sounds crazy Um, sometimes I have a little bit of the plot in mind and I might write a sentence or two down, but for the most part, I always begin with, let me draft some characters first because I can see the world setting in my head for the, for the book, but I need to be able to see the people. You have to kind of approach writing your own characters the same way you would approach writing the, the same way you would approach a movie. Okay. And this doesn't have to apply for original character work. Um, I know a lot of you out there write fan fiction as well. And I think that is so awesome. And I think it presents some challenges of its own. But there are still some tips in here that you can take and apply to that as well. So creating characters. I'm going to use Apartment 42 as an example. Because one, it's my most recent novel. And it's the only novel that I can truly say I'm 100% proud of and feel very confident and confident about. Um, not to put down my other novels, it's just they were learning experiences for me. And I don't have the same pride in them the same way I do for Apartment 42. Um, so I'm going to use Apartment 42, the characters... Hmm, I could use all eight characters as an example, but I think I'm going to use Ivory... Larissa, Cairo, and Clay. Yeah, okay, I'll use those four. I'll use them as an example to talk about character differences and character building. So when I sat down to write Apartment 42, I had no idea what I was going to write. I had nothing. 
All I knew is I was going through a really sad part of my life. I was feeling very depressed and my social anxiety was through the roof. So I wanted to create something that maybe could not only reflect those emotions, but also help me heal and nurture through them. And I knew the story needed to be healing. It didn't have to be super angsty. It didn't need to be super dramatic or sad. It needed to sit somewhere in the middle. But before I could get there, I needed to visualize a character. Now, for some people, what I'm about to say is going to make me sound crazy. And for other people, they're totally going to understand it. Characters will tell you who they are. You do not have to go searching for them. So when I sat down and I knew that there was this story that I needed to write, that I had to get out of my system, the name Ivory popped up into my head. Don't know where, don't know why, it just came to me. So I took my journal, took my pen, and I wrote down Ivory. And I wrote, okay, what about Ivory? And then the name Larissa popped into my head. I said, okay, she has a best friend named Larissa. But first, before I try and meet Larissa, I need to meet Ivory. And I really do approach creating my characters the same way I would approach meeting new friends or new people. I sat down and I thought, first of all, what does she physically look like in my mind? And I wrote down, okay, she has black hair. She has hazel eyes. Um, for some reason, I'm seeing her as a mixed person. Maybe that's because I'm mixed. So I just immediately mirrored. I'm not sure. Um, but she was just telling me who she was. And so I wrote down what she physically looked like. Uh, was she tall? Was she short? What was her body built like? Was she curvy? Was she more on the, the thin side? Like, like, w does she have uh, more curves? Does she have a little more body weight? Is like, what does she look like? What does she dress like? Um, color association became important, important for me. Um, I like to think that each character has a favorite color which I'm sure all of you have heard this before, is like, what is your character's favorite color? But what I like to do is I take that favorite color and then I write the other colors that complement it because I like to think if Ivory's favorite color is gray, what are colors that really go well with gray that she might keep in her closet so that she can always create an outfit that kind of surrounds around her favorite color? Um, or if Larissa, if Larissa's favorite color is teal, or pink or something, what are complementary, complementary colors to that? And after I get that laid out, I start going into what are, what are their traits? What's their personality? So for Ivory, I remember writing, she's intelligent. Right off the bat, I can see that in my mind. She's intelligent, she's compassionate, she's trustworthy. But you can't make your characters perfect. I think we are in a time where it is okay to be politically correct. I am not going to badger anyone about wanting political correctness. However, when you are writing a story, when you are writing characters, they have to be realistic. Because if your characters are not realistic, your readers are not going to attach to them and they'll have a harder time attaching to the story. And real people are messy. No one is perfect. I'm not perfect by any means. I have a lot of good qualities and then I have a lot of 
qualities that's like mm, that could I could work on that and be better and there's some qualities in me that I think are these the best traits for a person to have maybe not but I I've accepted that they're part of me and they may never they may never go away and that's just human nature is we all have duality we all have layers and it really just depends on are we trying to be a good person yes or no um because that really that defines a lot about us and I feel character should be that way too um so if your character is problematic do not worry about oh no people are going to hate this character let your character be problematic because then they become an example for society of what we do not want to be and I think that's so important is to have characters that reflect good and bad traits and it's like hey your hero can be flawed the person you're rooting for can have a few flaws because that's human and when you're able to create that very realistic and human nature in a character it elaborates the story and it really brings out the um brings out the reader's emotions as well so with ivory I'm sitting and I'm writing that she's compassionate and intelligent and trustworthy and she's a wonderful friend, but I also had to think, what are her negative personality traits? So it was like, okay, there's nothing wrong with her being moody. Everyone's moody, but how does she handle it? Like, what's her reaction to her own emotion? Does she process it by herself? Does she lash out on people who don't deserve it? Does she lash out on people who do deserve it? Um... Does she withdraw? Does she openly speak with others about how she's feeling? All of those are important and relevant questions to keep in mind. And I pretty much sat and did that with all eight of my characters. Um, and then I went to the next phase. So I have all eight of my characters, right? For apartment 42. I've got Ivory, Larissa, Clay, Cairo, Taeyeon, Bayo, um... Miles and Jay. I had all eight of them lined up, ready to go. However, I did not want to write about who pairs off with who well. I didn't want to write about, you know, if these two are hanging out together, how how is their friendship different from those two? Because I still needed to get to know them as individuals first. So I did the good old Pinterest method. I have made the Apartment 42 Pinterest board available for public viewing, but for a good three to four years, that Pinterest board for Apartment 42 was private. It was just, I, it was private. And I kept it that way up until release date. And I would just add to it. I still add to it. Even now that the book is out and people are reading it and, and, and enjoying it, I still add to the Pinterest board because why not keep the character alive, keep it going. Um, so all eight of them had their own Pinterest board and I would look through and I would see, is this an outfit that this character would wear? Is this the type of food that this character would cook or the type of food this character would eat? If I went into their apartment, what does their apartment look like? So I would look up pictures on Pinterest of different apartments and different like decorative styles and I would sort them into the proper personality for my characters. 
Um, this apartment has a lot of pink and white and a lot of fluffy pillows and hints of teal. That looks like Larissa. I'm going to put it for Larissa. This apartment has more blues and, and a few lighter shades of, of gray. This might suit ivory. You know, I would just, I would sort them that way. Uh, any quotes that I found on Pinterest, I would associate it with a character. So certain quotes had certain characters, um, outfits, food, quotes, apartment designs. Anything that I thought looked like that character would be in that board, including is this person, would their cell phone case look like this? What type of phone are they? Are they team iPhone or team Android? Who has the newest phone? Who has a phone that's a few years old? You know, things like that. Then it came down to playlist music. I would sit and I would make playlist for each character. So Miles, his playlist of songs are very much, um, it was like a mixture of feel good alternative and very dreamy teenage movie type of vibe. So when you would listen to Miles playlist, it actually felt a lot like either watching a 2000s teen movie or it had that kind of oddly nostalgic alternative coming of age film type of vibe, if you know what I mean. Um, so his playlist had a lot of sounds like that, whereas a character like Larissa, her music playlist consisted of pop music, occasionally a rap song, and it was a lot of female empowerment, a lot of body positivity, a lot of self-awareness because her character has that duality. It had a lot of, um, you know, empowering leadership energy followed immediately by soft nurturing energy as well because you can be both. You, I feel like, I feel like that will always be a topic of discussion with characters is it's okay for your characters to exhibit traits that are considered masculine and feminine. It's okay if they have both because we as people have both. It's not a gender thing. It's just, it's human nature. We as people carry both of these traits. And so Larissa's music was very reflective of that. Whereas Ivory, Ivory is just a softer character. Um, that's just how I've always envisioned her. Her strength isn't from... If Larissa's strength came from being bold and assertive and speaking out, Ivory's strength came from her ability to assess a situation before speaking and really being uh, present and nurturing in ways that Larissa, um, Larissa just goes about it differently. She has a different method. And that really gave them personality. So Ivory's playlist had a lot of airiness to it. It had a lot of softness. It had a lot of guitars. Uh, music that was more relaxed. More music you would listen to to get your mind off of things. Um, and it was just, it was fun to create music playlists for these characters. And really see them in my mind. Like, is this something they would listen to? Does this song apply to their personality or to a situation in their life? Um, and you have to ask yourself questions. You have to interview your characters as if they're people. What does your character love to binge watch on a weekend? Um, what's their favorite activity? 
Where do they like to go hang out with their friends? What's their favorite musical? Why is it their favorite musical? Um, what's their favorite movie? Why do they relate to that movie? These are all like relevant questions to creating a character that feels real to your reader. Um, do they have tattoos? Would they ever get a tattoo? Why would they? Why wouldn't they? Do they like jewelry? Do they have piercings? Um, is there a particular type of shoe they prefer to wear? All these things. Habits. I started writing out habits for all my characters, which was very important to give them more life. Um, you know, does your character play with their hair a lot? Do they move around a lot? Can they not sit still? Do they pick at their nails? Do they pull their sleeves over their hands? Like, are these habits they do without thinking about it? Are these habits that pop up when they're nervous? Do they have a habit they do when they're really happy? Um, it's all about layering these details together to create realism. Because you and I, we, when we sit to watch a movie or read a book, we want to connect. We want to feel. And it's interesting because I always think about entertainment as escapism from reality in order to get back in touch with reality. When I'm reading a book, I want my character to feel absolutely authentic and absolutely realistic. I want my character, even in fantasy books, I want to somehow realistically connect with a character. I want my characters to feel like people I could easily meet on the street or people I know. And it's because it helps me relate to the story and the content and it makes it so much more enjoyable. And when you love a character and you find someone else who has read the same book as you or watched the same movie you and loves the same characters as you do, you create bonds in the real world too. And I think that's something that um, all writers should keep in mind is that you want to create something that will help bring people in reality together. It's not always about you. It is not always about creating a masterpiece. It's not always about having the most beautiful description of creating a breakfast meal or pages and pages of um, descriptive paragraphs about some sort of architecture of a building, unless it's very important to the story. If it's very important to the story, by all means, write pages and pages of what that building looks like. Um, but if it's just your way of trying to show off that you can write about how amazing a building looks well then that's great but if it's not connective to the story and it doesn't help me relate to a character what good is it that's just how I feel um and so I'm very very my biggest piece of advice that I always give is make your characters emotional and realistic and maybe they don't have emotion maybe that's part of their charm maybe you have a very apathetic character and you know, explore why they're apathetic. Is it, were they born with a particular um, health concern or health condition that keep that hat that makes them apathetic? Or did something happen to them that made them apathetic? Um, and those are very important things to just really sit about and sit and think about. Oh, birthdays. After I finished the Pinterest boards and finished the playlist, I had enough information at that point to start looking at, you know, what what are their zodiac signs? 
And so what I did is I pulled up, I, I took a free weekend, and <laughs> this is how I spent my free weekend, everyone. I took a free weekend, I pulled up a article online or just like a random website that had all the traits of all the zodiacs, all, all the zodiac signs. And I would sit down and I would tally mark, okay, so Ivory, she has this many traits that are associated with Aries and this many traits that are associated with Scorpio and this many traits and whichever had the most tallies at the end, that was the zodiac sign I would assign to that character. Um, and it really worked because by the time I finished, their zodiac signs made so much sense to me. Uh, then I gave them birthdays and I hint at those birthdays off and on in the novel, but it helped with their personality as well. Uh, not because you have to be, your personality does not have to correlate with your zodiac. It just, it's one of those things that adds more flavor to a character when your characters are able to talk about it, or you can use the astrology as a reference of, okay, if my character was born as an Aries, what are traits that an Aries has and how can I incorporate that into my writing of this character? It's just a useful tool and a very um, interesting and fun way to add more personality to your character. And then my favorite part, my favorite part of character building that really everyone, this is the part that all of you I know will find so fun, is being able to find the interactions. I love sitting and finally being able to write like little short paragraphs about, okay, if I put Ivory and Cairo alone together in a room, what would happen? What would they bond over? What are similarities in their personalities that would make their friendship easier to develop? What are differences in their personalities that would have to be worked on in order for their friendship to, to be a friendship? Um, I like to explore who would have the better chance at dating, even though Apartment 42 has no romantic storylines in it. I did like to explore with a lot of um, characters harmlessly flirting with one another and just kind of exploring the idea of if you could pair them off together, who would you who would you put? You know, um, Jay, would Jay, would he be a good match with Cairo? Like, personally, I, I actually really like that ship, to be quite honest. Not to get on a tangent and start talking about... Um, characters I wish I could have put together in the book but I really liked Ivory and Taeyeon and then I really liked Cairo and Jay together and I like the idea of Clay dating Cairo as well because they're just so different in their personality. Uh, Clay he's a lot more um, assertive and Cairo he's a bit more shy boy a little bit reserved and I just kind of like that dynamic but anyway that's not the point that's not the point of today's topic. But I did like to explore when my characters interact with one another, like when my characters are interacting with one another, is it easy or do they have to work to make the friendship work? Do they have to really get past an awkward stage or do they automatically click? Uh, do they feel an immediate connection? Do they have to work on building that connection? Um, is it funny when they interact together? Is it heartwarming? 
Is it a bit awkward? Is it frustrating to see them together? Do they bicker a lot? Like, those are things that you should explore with your characters because it will help tremendously in one, being able to write scenes and and make them feel real. And two, like I said, it all goes back to making sure your readers feel connected to those characters. Um, do I do anything else with character building? Hmm. Oh, sometimes I would purposely, if I really wanted to connect with the character, okay, this is a bit, I don't know if people are going to find this weird or not. Sometimes if I really wanted to connect with the character, I would purposely put on an outfit and wear it out that I think a char- that I think one of my characters would wear. So like if I had to go to a morning class and I knew, okay, I have a class this morning and then after I'm done with college stuff, I'm going to sit and write for apartment 42 and I have to write this scene with Ivory and Larissa in it. In it I would pick which character I wanted to dress like for the day. Kind of like kind of like cosplay, I suppose, but like like very 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 soft minimal cosplay. Um so I would dress in things that Ivory or Larissa would wear. So if I wanted to connect more with Larissa, I would I would wear something a little more like a statement piece. I would wear jackets that were tattered up or had pins all over them I would wear you know sneakers and a and pair of jeans and like a crop top or something you know um whereas if I wanted to connect more with Cairo I'll use Cairo for an example because you know it doesn't matter T- to me it doesn't matter the gender of a character um for you to connect with them That's just, if you love the character, it shouldn't matter if they're male or female. You love the character. Um, So if I wanted to connect with Cairo, he wears a lot of comfort. He's just more of a comfort boy. Kind of how, like, Ivory's a bit of a comfort girl. So if I wanted to connect with either of those characters, it was a lot of soft sweaters. It was a lot of hoodies. It was a lot of um, cute and comfy type of wear. Whereas a character more like uh, Clay, Clay is just tasteful he he dresses tasteful like it's just tasteful and interesting fashion so I would pull together the most um sophisticated pieces from my closet and that's what I would wear out to like the grocery store or something is it overdressing sometimes sometimes I would be overdressed but it would always work it was never an issue it was never something that hindered the experience of creating that character um and so that's just like a fun little thing that I would do you know and if my character would wear um like Larissa if she Larissa is always wearing makeup has her hair done the whole thing I would take more time on my hair than usual and I personally love makeup so that wasn't a, a problem for me um I love doing different creative makeup looks and a lot of glitter and you know, the whole, the whole shabam. Um, so I would do that. And then if I were dressing to connect more with Ivory, well, then either my makeup would be really natural or I wouldn't do makeup at all because that's kind of where Ivory lives in her two moods. So really connect with your character as much as you can. Find out like what type of jewelry do they wear? If they even wear jewelry, 
their outfit choices, their food, their likes, their dislikes, their their good personality traits, their bad personality traits. Do they have flaws like all of us? Or are they really problematic in the type of people that we don't want to see in society? You know, I think that's important too. Um, and it's okay to make a problematic character that no one wants to meet in real life because that just means you're giving an example of what not to be. And when you give people examples of what not to be and and what they shouldn't be in our in our world, it helps them strive for what they should be, which is kind and open and and you know, but I'm not gonna have a whole speech about world peace and accepting people for who they are. <laughs> um, I, I can do that on a whole other episode. But and that's another good thing. Yes, what does your character support? Like, what foundations would they support? What charities would they support? I would hope you guys are creating, like, I would hope anyone out there, I hope you're creating characters that do good deeds. They don't have to do good deeds all the time, but, you know, I hope they're not completely um, void of feeling. (laughs) But unless you're making a villain that's just void of all emotion and has no soul, then by all means, go for it. But yeah, you just, it's all about creating characters that are realistic and representative. Um, You want to have diverse cultures in all the sense. Make characters that have different racial backgrounds. Make characters that have different cultures. Make characters that have um, different personality traits. How do they approach a situation? That's another big one is, you know, um, kind of look up like, do you remember when, well, hmm, this might be, I don't know how everyone is. Do you remember being in school and they would give you a scenario and then they would give you options about what would you do if the, like, here's a scenario, here's your options of what you would do, which one do you choose? Look up some of those online and associate your characters with them. That'll help you a lot too, because it also shows you their reaction, their response, and their motivation. And I think that's all I really have to to say about characters. Um, naming characters as well, that can be very important. I'll, I'll just one last quick note before I leave. Um, find names that mean something, find names that associate to your character well, that can help a lot. Or maybe their name doesn't really have a meaning to their personality and their and their character at all. Maybe it's just a pretty sounding name or a cute name. Um, but names can also be a beautiful, wonderful tool of exploring who that person is. And yeah, I think that's pretty much all I have to say is, you know, really explore. Really think about your characters. Think about what their phones are like, like what phone case do they have? How do they organize their files on their computer? Do they organize their files on their computer? Um, What food do they eat? Who do they hang out with? What do they like to wear? What songs do they listen to? Who do they love being around the most out of your other characters? Who do they not like being around from your other characters? Uh, Really just explore and take inspiration from the world around you. Look at the people you live with, look at the people you go to school with, go to work with, uh, reflect a lot of yourself, and put a little bit of yourself into each character. 
just just give each of your characters some little part of you because you'll associate with it a lot deeper and that will make you want to work on it um, a lot more and that makes it a lot more realistic and able to attach for a reader as well. And yeah, that's all I really have to share. I hope that's helpful. I hope it gives you some ideas and some tips and some tricks. Um, let me know. Like I said, my message me whenever. Send me a tweet. Send me a DM on Instagram. All my information is available <laughs> like in the description and stuff. Um, but yeah, thanks for hanging out with me today. Thank you for being here. Follow me on Instagram at Deja underscore Xanders, Twitter at Deja Xanders. My blog is DejaZanders.com. My novel, Apartment 42, is available on Amazon for purchase in digital and physical copies. And yeah, don't be a stranger. Feel free to say hi whenever. And I'll see you all very soon. Stay safe, stay healthy, and thank you for being here. Bye.